I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. We're back. Hi, Trisha. Hello, Morgan. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. I am sitting in the dark because it is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Does it cool the place? We haven't turned the AC on. We have fans in the rest of the house, but over where the computer is. I should probably just open a window, oh. but yeah, it's a little Or warm. turn the AC on. It just, the way this house works, works, it just escapes and it just costs like a uh, fortune. And so yeah. what about Trying you? How are you cool. doing? I'm doing well. Had a good day today. Oh, I good. was like, yeah, I needed that. It was a rough few days, but today was nice. We got in a bike ride and Charlie girl fell asleep like clockwork. Oh, wow. And then, good. Uh, <laughs> no, not good. Cause then it kept her from taking her nap later. Wait, and I thought you said she a, fell asleep like clockwork. It, on the bike ride as soon as I started biking oh. she fell asleep and took like a 20 minute nap and then therefore she never naps in the afternoon okay so that's totally what happened with Remy <laughs> we made it a pool day after that oh and Mr. Softy came she had her first Mr. Softy experience <gasps> oh that's exciting Aww. it was a good day yeah that sounds nice yeah oh man so tonight we have one that I feel like a topic tonight that at least for me no one told me about okay that everyone I was I felt prepared for breastfeeding and that being difficult mm-hmm. I felt like friends had kind of warned me it's not easy you have to hang in there and I had heard different stories from different people so I knew there were definitely different struggles in that area but no one told me about weaning from breastfeeding and how hard that is yeah, I mean, I don't think I heard a lot of stories about it. I feel like the the ones that really stuck out, people said, you know, that their kids kind of self-weaned. So okay. I was kind of... Was there like a similar age pattern or did it vary of the friends that told you that? Uh, it There wasn't a huge variation. I feel like I was, well, it was anywhere between a year and 18 months, 19 months. Okay. No, a year and 20 months. That's what it was. A year and 20 months, I feel like, was the stretch. So... Okay, so somewhere before that second year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I just was not prepared. I don't know. So in a way, I kind of felt, found weaning harder than breastfeeding. I mean, don't oh, get me wrong. Did. Breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean, breastfeeding, you definitely had to work up to it and get the supply up. And I definitely had my struggles and it's labor intensive to say the least. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I just wasn't prepared. So... Well, I mean, I'm clearly not prepared because I still haven't (laughs) been able to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So I started weaning Charlie right after her first birthday. Okay. And for me, it was actually, I think this was a big part of why it was so difficult is that we wanted to start IVF again. IVF again. Uh And I don't know why I had it in my head, but I feel like I've seen these mothers breastfeeding their newborn and their two-year-old right so I'm like oh you can just keep breastfeeding but when we started talking to the doctors about we're ready to start another transfer they told me I had to stop breastfeeding yeah I mean that's a really abrupt 
yeah, way to find out. Ready for it. Not like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to have to win. But no, you need to like now. You have to stop now. Yeah. It's like, oh. It seems like my hormone levels would be too high and I needed to come back down. And that took a month mm-hmm. before they would even test me. So they told me once I've stopped breastfeeding for a solid month, then I could come in and do blood work. So yeah, I very much didn't feel like it was on my timetable. Mm-hmm. So it wow. was, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I always wanted to kind of breastfeed Charlie until like a year and a half. I kind of envisioned mm-hmm. it just, uh, it didn't, it felt forced and it was forced. So for me, that was the hard part. Yeah. But it was like, yes, we want to grow our family, but <laughs> I wanted to I still know have I had a connection with Charlie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue. I had to stop. So Maybe that's why it was so hard for me. I'm Well, I'm sure that is a huge part of it. <laughs> if someone just told me, oh, you have to stop and you weren't anticipating it, it's, it's, and it's kind of like, it's like a catch 22. It's like, you want both of those things. You didn't know you yes. had to give one up to get the other. Exactly. Yeah. I still Although wanted to give I did that to hear, Charlie. Um, I have heard before that people who have babies pretty close together or who are someone who's still breastfeeding their child and gets pregnant, the child usually, not usually, but like. I, from what I've heard from my friends, most of my friends, is that the their child that is still breastfeeding while they are pregnant, they kind of self-wean because the breast milk changes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that better. has to do with the hormones <laughs> and all those other things. Yeah. So. Yeah. They said your hormones would just be crazy. So. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I don't know, maybe too many movies where... <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you the real truth, but right? I just I know. had no idea. So luckily I did have a large supply of frozen breast milk mm-hmm. that I could take from. So that made all those late, late nights and power pumping worth it. Yeah, I good for you. Me- oh, I, I mean, I'm so thankful, but um, that I could at least give that to Charlie, especially I was like, oh man, we're getting, you know, at the time, her birthday's in October. So we were getting into winter season. And I, for me, I totally believe that breast milk helps with the immune system. So I wanted to make sure she was still getting the breast milk. Yeah, absolutely. Being around Savannah at that time. Oh yeah. You know, another kid, I just, anything I could to keep her from being sick. Well, and not just another kid, but a child that has happened to be pretty (laughs) sick. Pretty Savannah often. Did get sick quite often, yes. <laughs> You're like, okay, let's uh, yeah, get an IV of mama's milk in you. <laughs> immune system. That is for sure. Yeah. Winter month was not kind to Savannah. Oh, poor um, baby. So for you, you are kind of in it, kind of not. Like you want to, but. So I feel like at the end of the day, I do want to just because I don't want it to be so often. Um, I don't need it to be completely cut How off How often yet. are you right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> a minimum of three times a day. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes just randomly in between on, on you know, a rare day here or there if she's just if she gets upset or, you know, like I did it at your house that one time because I was just like, I know it's a comfort for mm-hmm. her and she'll get, she'll just kind of calm down a little bit but so it's really just moments like that where maybe she's out of her element or um she's having a rough day something like that but yeah a minimum of three times a day and I but I also think that 
that there's, unless in my heart of hearts, I was truly ready to do it. I'm not pushing that hard for it. Um, mm-hmm. I know she's going to be my only baby. I know she's, once it's I'm done. such a connection. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really at the core of it is it breaks my heart if she's asking for it and I tell her no. I mean, she gets so sad and it's not yeah. like, it's not angry. It's not tantrum It's sad. It's like, no, I want, I want that. And yeah, it just, it breaks my heart. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to force it yet because I'm not going to ha- have it very much longer. So I might as well just like no. embrace it while I have I remember, it. Remember when I f- told Phil that that was one of the first things I had to do. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he, empathized but he didn't get it no like there's such a connection and that was I don't know that was our thing yeah so especially like evenings it was just her and I before she went down to bed and just we had that moment together Mm -hmm. so that was definitely something I wanted to keep once I weaned her I was like I I still get my snuggles thankfully but with the bottle I'm like no you're you're with mama Mm-hmm. But I do think it's interesting. We have different challenges in this area because Charlie was 13 months mm-hmm. that, yes, she was like, that's all she knew. But she had been taking bottles of breast milk, too. Mm-hmm. And also where she was developmentally, just not as aware as Remy is now. So I think that just adds another layer, another it does. challenging layer. Mm-hmm that the girls can articulate so much more of what they want, what their needs are. And so I almost feel like it is going to be more difficult just from that standpoint for yeah. you I agree. than it was for me. Because mm-hmm. like when I change now, Charlie definitely doesn't remember my nipples. I'm like, girl, you were right up in those <laughs> first 13 months. Aww. Now she looks and she's like, oh, let me play. What are those? <laughs> yeah. Remy doesn't yeah. fake suckle. She goes... I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Just wait till she has her little baby dolls breastfeeding from her. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Well, I know for me, so again, we're coming from a two different kind of angles. Charlie was 13 months, Remy's older. Uh-huh. But also, I think the fact that I had been giving Charlie bottles benefited me. Yeah, for like, sure. For you, and you don't have a, a supply in the freezer, right? No. Okay, so I had that to fall back on versus you are literally stopping. Yeah. Like I Two weeks ago was the last time I gave Charlie breast milk. So I still got her yeah. nearly to two. Right. I mean, I think that's excellent. <laughs> that's amazing. So I, I do, I say that because I, in terms of the bottle part, because one of my first things was trying to find a milk alternative. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do when I run out of the breast milk? And I didn't know the breast milk, breast milk would get me as far as it did. But the first time, so I, I tried coconut milk, almond milk. And I first, I'm trying to think, I first just put them in a bottle for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could have only seen her face, Trisha. <laughs> She's like, this is not mama's milk. No, she took a sip of it and then just let the milk milk dribble down her face. Like, yeah. nope. Mm-mm. Remy you did that the exiting. first time. She had it too because she was expecting water. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that first time that I tried it, I, I tried throughout the day. 
different bottles or the ones that she, you know, I mean, I tried mixing it up. There's really two bottles. I would say that I kind of went between and I tried her sippy cup. Like I was trying everything, but she wouldn't take a bottle for a full day after that. I was like, oh okay, this, this is not working. She doesn't like it. I'll just do the breast milk in the bottle. Um, so that part wasn't a hard transition for me. I did start doing bottles just at night. Okay. So that she could start associating that. Okay. They're nighttime. It's not every time. Because before, I would breastfeed or if we were on the go, I would give her a bottle. I mean, you saw many times, like when you and I met up, I'm like, all right, I have my bottle. Like, yep. That way I'd be on the go. Yep. <laughs> and then when we left, I was hooked up to a pump to, <laughs> yep. you know, get that breast milk. So, yeah. So bottles at night and then smoothie or water in the morning. That kind of became my transition I should take notes. So I removed, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know, but so I removed the morning and evening feeds. That's how I started. Oh, interesting that you would do the morning and the evenings and you still kept them in the middle of the day. Literally on the breast, literally on the breast. I mean, because she was still getting breast milk, remember? Yes. So like the, she was still getting breast milk in the bottle at night. Yes, yes, yes. But the morning I went to a smoothie. So basically no breast milk in the morning. Okay. Because I didn't know where to cut it. Because I think it was kind of, I was like you. It was about four feedings a day. Okay. Was, yeah. That sounds it's about right. crazy. At like 14, I was 13 months, yeah. At, yeah, 13 months. I was so in it. And I was just like so so emotional. And like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How to keep her healthy? How far will this breast milk get me? Mm-hmm. You know, the frozen stash. And now, you know, I'm months out of it. And I'm already like, oh yeah, wait, how how did it go? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It just felt so intense at the time. So that's how I did it for me at the beginning. Did you, I know you said you kind of wanted to. Yeah, I felt like I wanted. Did you try? I did. And then she got like a temperature and then it kind of all went out the window. (sighs) And then Mm -hmm. it's like all it takes is that or something to throw off her schedule. And then it throws that whole, that all of that off too, because then that's her comfort. So there's times where I love that it's her comfort because I'm like, what am I going to do when I can't nurse her anymore? What's going to be her comfort? But then there's yeah, that was my thing trying to find what she would like. Right. Yep. But then there's other times where I'm just like, oh my god, my nipples are going to fall off. (laughs) Like this is insane. Stop sucking on them. (laughs) Well, and again, I I felt like I struggled enough figuring out how am I going to replace that comfort for her. But again, she did know how to use a bottle. So I had that to fall back on. So I was really just slowly incorporating, like I said, an extra water through the day or a smoothie. I don't know what I would do if I only was breastfeeding, had no backup. I sincerely feel like that is so much harder to transition. I'd be curious how like other moms who have done it similarly to you, what, how they found it worked best. Cause I just, I do think that's hard. I know. And I'm sure it's going to change, but I, what I have in mind right now is that I, I wanted to just do it morning, night and before her nap. And now, of course, she expects it when she wakes up from her nap. And oh, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess three, two, four times still a day. It's like a lot. But I wanted to kind of wean out the middle of the day and then just yeah. keep either morning or evening and then kind of go from there. But I really need to come up with when I'm really 
serious and I'm like, okay, this needs to happen. I just have to come up with a game plan and stick to it. And it's going to be hard, but I think the consistency is what's going to really matter. Now, yes. what did you and find? Like, I was forced into it. Right. Like, so I you had, had a deadline. To. Yes, because the IVF place, they do their, they do a deep clean of the whole place. And one of them was in December. So if we wanted to try to squeeze in a transfer before then, I had to quit. Right. Wow. So yeah, I was up against the ropes of, all right, let's try to beat their, you know, their winter cleaning because the place closes down for a few weeks. So what would you say was the most difficult for you? Well, emotional. Yeah. Was one. Mm -hmm. Um, The other one was how much my breast hurt. Oh Oh my God. I just didn't dawn on me because I was always just emptying them or pumping. They hurt so So what do you have to do? You just have to like... leaking, Trisha, which I never really leaked. I still have a whole pile of those nipple shields sitting (laughs) in my closet that I just never needed. Uh Yeah, I felt like rocks were in my chest. Individual hard rocks. And then what eventually just dissipates? trying to do it slowly. Does it eventually just kind of get better and better and better? After a few days, it starts getting better and better. So for me, all in all, it took like a month to wean her. I feel like that's Um, pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know what the norm is is there a norm i have no idea i feel like i've been trying for like three months (laughs) but again not like like you said you're half in it yeah i'm half in it yeah you're half in it um so i'm trying to oh at the beginning i went three days of no feeding her so just doing the bottle no pumping and um i finally caved i had to let her nurse on the right breast because the knots were insane. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to lie. I secretly loved it. Of I course. still remember that sitting in her room in her rocking chair. And I kept thinking like, oh my God, this is going to be probably one of the last Aww. times we'll have that bond and just trying to really take it all in. And yes, I took a picture. <laughs> Aww, of course you did. <laughs> I was like, oh, my little baby. have to capture that moment. That bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I it was that I did two. It was like by day two, my chest definitely was hurting, and I was like, "Oh, let me see how it goes." And it did. It didn't help that Charlie was also, you know, tapping on my chest and pushing her little arms on it. And do you ever get tender breasts with your period? Uh, not really. No. no. I was gonna say it's like that, and then <laughs> I don't know. Times ten. Ugh. It just. I mean, I know what it was like Literally when my milk like, came in, like I, so. Yeah, but, I had Phil feel them. I'm like, oh, my God, do you feel these nodules? Oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. So, yeah, I just, I had to, I mean, I guess I could have pumped, but I'm like, why? When I haven't been breastfeeding her and I will get in, <laughs> you know, any excuse to get one more feed in there. Exactly. Um, I don't even know how Remy so, gets but, breast milk right now. I feel like my breasts have, like, shrunk back to normal <laughs> size. I'm like, I don't even know what you're getting. Oh, she's getting something. She's a happy. I know. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So you feel like you're shrank back. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm wondering when I finally wean, if I'll, if they'll, if I'll even <laughs> invert. feel. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I, ha- I already told Jason. I was like, I don't, I feel like bras don't exist from my breast size. He's like, you're crazy. He's like, they're not as small as you think they are. I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I wonder if I'll even get that. Like, cause I, there's times where Jason will put her to sleep if I have soccer or something. And I don't even, they don't even get hard by morning. Like, and I missed a whole feeding when I have, I'm used to feeding her, nursing mm-hmm. her, you know, three to four times. And you day. don't feel anything. No. One time I was like, Ooh, they feel a little full, Okay, mm-hmm. but it was nothing like what you're explaining. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was so painful. And maybe also because you've been really good at your supplies, exactly what she needs. Yes. You weren't pumping. Mm-hmm. I was. So she was getting what she needed, but then my body was tricked into thinking it needed to make so much more than it did. That's I mean, look, true. I had like what, six months <laughs> worth of breast milk. Yeah. That's amazing. But actually a little longer. Yeah. So I was probably pumping for two. <laughs> Seriously. So that could have been a big part of it, why it hurt so badly. So yeah, by day two was like, ouch, th- third day, I just, I had to cave. Yep. And then I thought that would be the last time, but it was kind of like you that I believe it was about two weeks after that Charlie got sick and she wanted to nurse and she kept reaching for my shirt. So I get that part. Yeah. Of it was like, oh, you just want to provide them the comfort. Mm-hmm. So that was my last time. I mean, she was sick. I'm like, uh, how can I say no to that? I know. Yeah. So I did nurse her and I did notice that my supply was lower than what it previously had. Okay. Been. Yeah. But, um, but it was the comfort that she really wanted. So, and I'm sure she yeah, got. Yeah. I mean, she still got some milk. Of and, course. I mean, I don't know an age to it, but it's not like when they were two, three, four months old, that was their food supply. Right. Now they're older. They were eating solids. Remy's eating solids. So that's not where they're getting no. all of their nutrition. That's why so, it's become yeah. acrobatic nursing. And I'm like, I have <laughs> elastic nipples and she definitely pushes it to the extreme. Like, well, how far can this nipple bend and <laughs> twist and pull? There's a cool toy over there, Mom, I want to play with, but I also want my milk. (laughs) Yeah. I'm waiting for her to do what Charlie does, and she'll just take my hand and drag me wherever she wants to go. So I can see Remy doing that. Like, okay, Mama, bring your your breast over here, please. I'm actually waiting for (laughs) the day that I say, do you want Mama's milk? And she goes, no, no, like she does to pretty much everything. I ask her. That'd be wild if she just quits cold turkey. Yeah, no, I don't know. At this rate, she doesn't look like she's going to quit at all. But <laughs> like at night, I, I feel like one of the easy ones I can take away is maybe at night, which is surprising because I always thought that would probably be the last mm-hmm. one. But she gets restless and she's getting bigger. Like she's not as comfortable yeah. laying in my lap and, and in my arms. I know you don't. Charlie just laid on my chest the other day. Like her chest to my chest and just rested her head for no reason. She felt Gosh, fine. I'm so jealous. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had that in so long. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can lay on mama anytime you want. But yeah, it's not like when they were itty bitty, Trisha. I know. I know. And even tonight when I went to put Remy into her crib, she, I was, she was still like restless and bouncing all around while trying to nurse. And then she'd just be <laughs> laying there staring with like oh my, my God, nipple That is a good mouth. one to pull away. From. Yeah. So I just no pun intended. <laughs> pull away. <laughs> so I just lifted her up and I was saying my good night to her and she was she kind of like arched and was like pointing to her bed, like oh, okay I'm all set. Oh she's ready. I yeah. was like oh tr- like how Charlie's rude I let that. you just like 
suckle my nipples all night long. Right. Give me like three my seconds night. to say goodnight. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Charlie's so been doing more of that too. She gives me my night kiss. And then before the kiss, she's even over. She's arching and like, okay, peace. I'm like, dude. Right? <laughs> but I do remember reading that you shouldn't quit cold turkey. Yeah, no, I'm not you will gonna... get the knots and stuff. And I, yeah. I felt like I was doing a good job of taking away feedings here and there, replacing it with the breast milk. But it, again, I think that pumping element definitely added to it. Yeah. I will say, besides it being emotional, there were definitely benefit. Oh, good. To it. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was so nice not pumping in the car. Yeah. Because that, I mean, pumping had taken over my life and all the parts. Oh yeah, and you have to the, clean like, them. Especially and... when we went somewhere. Yeah. You had the storage bag. You had the pump parts. Then you needed the cooler freezer yeah. bag to. Yeah. I mean, so much and then you have to write on it and keep it organized and because I had row upon row of breast milk and I had to keep reorganizing it to put the oldest on top bottom you know the newest on the bottom Mm -hmm. I was using all those Amazon boxes cutting them in half and then putting little dividers in them putting them in my freezer like that's awesome it was a labor of love absolutely (laughs) so I was like you know what that piece fine and also to be able to social drink again when I went out because I definitely true was not drinking mm-hmm. I was like I would do maybe here or there and then I'd wait the three four hours they say to let it get out of your bloodstream mm-hmm. but that was still like a juggling act and so most of the time I just I wouldn't drink so to be able to just go out how I used to when I was you know met up with someone yeah and be able to have a drink and not think about it I, I definitely was all about that and definitely a lightweight at the beginning. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I feel like college all over again. That's funny. <laughs> and then, yeah, and not having to get up in the middle of the night to pump. So those were definitely some benefits from it. That's um, that's good. Yeah. I, I was worried about gaining weight from it, though. Cause they gaining say weight from weaning? Yeah, because oh. they say breastfeeding that's why lots of women who breastfeed when they're just had a baby, they tend to lose the baby weight faster because your body's creating like it's using energy to create the breast. Milk. Oh, I yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. True. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder if that play into it. So I mean, I, I definitely don't plan on just like stopping cold turkey. I plan on weaning, you know, one session at a time yeah. until it just is re- it, it gets and reduced get a handle from on four that. to three from three to two yep. two to one and then eventually you know it's done i know oh my goodness so although i said i wanted to do like i kind of had 18 months to two years but like i kind of had two years in my head so i feel like yeah, i'm still it, kind of on yeah. track <laughs> yeah no you are like you do you have a set amount of time in your head so again I had a year and a half and nearly six months before I was ready I was told no nope, you need to quit if you want to grow your family I was like what yeah so it, you do have that un- that number in your head whether you realize it or not well and it's funny because when a lot of people would ask me like how long are you going to breastfeed for and I thought it was surprising that so many people would ask that especially at the beginning <laughs> when you're like I don't know like they still Wait, need the this beginning? Oh, yeah. Like, well, how long do you think you'll breastfeed for? And it's like, I don't know. I mean, they they still need it right now. So or I shouldn't say they. I'm just talking generalized. But no, yeah. Um, like my family in particular would ask. And I remember I said, I don't know, 18 months, two years. So like two years. She's going to have teeth and she could be talking. And I was like, 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. But then I had one of my close friends. She also, uh, she has a, one child and she knew it was like a one and done kind of deal. And so she kind of prolonged a lot of things too. And she said that she weaned at 20 months and she's, cause she was getting, she just felt kind of like pressure from her family. Like you're still nursing him. You're still nursing oh. him. And that's she, the worst reason to do oh, it. Oh, I know. Oh. And she said to me, that's awful. I wish I kept going. So if, you know, don't listen to other people, like do what feels right no. for you. And it just like that kind of stuck in my head. Like I'm not going to force wean until you it feels right for me and it feels ready. right for her. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I definitely want to reduce it. I definitely want to like start reducing it. And actually I'm glad we're having this podcast because I can kind of set a plan. Once I set my mind to it, then it's a lot easier for me to follow through. If I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. half-heartedly doing it, then I'm, it's harder because I'm just like, ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have to have alternative though. Like, again, I keep going back to, I slowly cut out the actual feeds, mm-hmm. but I was still giving her breast milk. Yes. I, I switched up one with the smoothie, but like, I feel like that'll be really hard to. Can I force like snuggles not... instead? Because that would benefit <laughs> us both. Right. I, Let me know how that goes. Like that's a comfort for you. So how about you just <laughs> nestle on in, just nestle right next to it. No. Oh, well, I will say, so I did try to prolong her breast milk, the frozen pouches as long as I could. And I, I talked to you about this. So yeah. I was giving Charlie about six to eight ounces of breast milk. Those were her night feeds. Mm-hmm. And then when the supply was looking low, about mm, a month, month and a half, maybe, it looked like I had left. I finally caved. And so remember I was saying, like, I tried to put the coconut milk, the almond milk, give her just that. Yeah. I finally put some in the breast milk because that just felt like blasphemy I'm like you worked so hard for that right it had been frozen and I didn't want to add anything to especially because she had such a bad reaction to just the milk itself earlier Mm -hmm. I was like all right let me do a little bit and contaminate this milk yeah (laughs) and it worked Trisha I had to get the ratio right so I did so we'll say like the six, six ounce freezer bag I Started off, I think, about two to three ounces of the alternate milk mixed in. Okay. And then I did that for about a week. So then into into the frozen breast milk. Yeah. So I would just like, I unthawed. So this is what became my trick because, you know, the milk should only be unthawed for like 24 hours. And before when I was just giving her straight breast milk, I could unthought the night before. Just I would take it out of the freezer, put it in the fridge and come the evening when she wanted her wanted it, it was just unthawed. But because I wasn't using the full six ounce bag anymore, I started unthawing it the night of the feeding. Okay. So So then what would, would how then much of for the six ounces hours. would you give her mixed with the two to three ounces? That's what I'm of saying. Milk? So like the No, full I'm six saying ounces? so I would only No 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 no. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. So I would do say four ounces of breast milk to two ounces of coconut almond. Okay, milk. got it. So then I would take out those two ounces. So I was putting in like warm water um, to defrost it the night of. Right. So what did you do with those two ounces? You kept it frozen? Then I would put it in the fridge. 
No, because that was unthawed, but at least then that was its 24-hour cycle. So by the I next see, night, I see. she would finish it Okay. Mm-hmm. versus doing it like 24 hours before right. I was doing it that night. So I did that mix for about a week, I think. And then she seemed fine. She was going with it. And that's actually when I brought out her old bottle. So I was using, oh gosh, I'm blanking. I'm going to have to look this up because I should know this. Um, let's see if it, yep, kind. Okay. So oh, they were the I kind bags. Was, okay. I remember yeah, you talking so about that. I was, mm-hmm, I was like, I love them. So I was pumping straight into the kind bags and I love those. And I love them even more, I should say, once I started trying to wean her from breastfeeding because they instantly turned to the bottles. Like I didn't have to pour the pouch into anything until, you know, I started creating that mixture, but I could just literally slap the nipple on the kind bag. Right. And she, that was her bottle. Mm-hmm. So it made it so, so easy. But um, when I started doing the mix with the coconut almond milk, mm-hmm. I started, I pulled out her old bottles, her Dr. Brown bottles, because I needed something to pour the leftover, the overflow into. Yes. And it was so funny watching her go back to her old bottle because she forgot how to use it. And it also still had the newborn nipple on it because oh, I, she's like, I need more. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It was so funny. So when I pulled it out, cause I was just using the kind and the flow was fine. So when she was probably two, three months, I had pumped into Dr. Brown and I just left the kind bags in the freezer. And so when I, the first night I did the mix in the Dr. Brown bag for her, when I was breastfeeding, yeah. you know, weaning mm-hmm. her from the breastfeeding, Trisha, I kid you not. It took her like 45 minutes to, <laughs> to get through her bottle. Normally she would suck that down in like five minutes. <laughs> Because the nipple was so <laughs> slow. I bet it I made like, her oh, super tired. Need... Oh, my God. She's I was like, like, I think we need to get the stage four nipple if we're going to do this. Because this is taking a long time. <laughs> oh, my but, gosh. Um, yeah. So then I finally got the mixture up to half and half. So after that one week that she's good with like the two ounce alternative, four ounce breast milk. Then I was doing like three ounces, three. And then I started incorporating only like after three days at that point. I was like, oh, she's still going. She made like a quick reaction, like hmm, slightly different, but I'm fine with it. Okay. So then it was more, I was doing. It helped prolong like your breast the milk, reverse. which is awesome though. Yes. So she wasn't getting a ton of breast milk, but I was like, at least I wanted her to have something. So then I was almost doing the reverse of it was like three ounces of breast milk to the alternative like as i had like two weeks left of breast milk left in the freezer Mm -hmm. i had like flipped the ratio yeah so this is the this is the kicker trisha so about i have about eight seven or eight freezer bags left yes i kid you not this girl weaned herself she just stopped cold turkey what do you mean so she just doesn't have a bottle at night anymore no and i'm like if i had never mixed (laughs) oh my gosh it probably would have ended perfectly so now i have so she just doesn't have a bottle at night anymore no oh she just did that two weeks ago like she'll actually she actually would say no when you'd go to get her her bottle like i I wanted she just she took it okay so (laughs) like i need more detail (laughs) (laughs) we did our usual routine and this is when i started to get greedy i was like oh let me you know the ratio was higher i think i just upped it yeah and she took a few sips and kind of was more playing with the bottle 
but never really drank it. And she just kind of held it. She's like, eh. And then she did that second night. And I was like, it happened. And I tried playing with the ratio. And then third night, it happened. I'm like, okay. I didn't want to throw out the breast milk. But at this point, I had all these kind of concoctions. Right. That I was like, let me just start fresh. So I started fresh. And I went back to the kind of half and half that I knew hadn't been a problem. And she kind of drank it, but not really. So then the following night, oh, and I had just gotten different kind of almond milk. So so through all this, I just got a new kind of almond milk from the one I'd been using previously for all her mixtures. Okay. So I was like, it has to be this new brand. She's just not liking Mm -hmm. it. That's what I thought it was. Did you ever try and give her just breast milk again? Yes. So that's what I was going to (laughs) say. So by day three, I was like, all right, fine. Let me just give her the breast milk. I'll give her, you know, like you can have a party. You get it in its old regular form. Yep. She took it. Nothing. Did played with the the same way, Trisha. Wow. I was like, oh my God. Did you just stop like cold turkey that's crazy yeah i'm surprised to hear I, that i kind of want to i me too it was out of nowhere and you're just like she okay. went from like like she would come running like baba baba like it was baba time but i she think you did the, the right she thing she, i think that you doing that helped it be such an easy transition and one that she could decide for herself where you didn't have to explain it's all gone you know I know because I was like a week out from having to like. So that kind of worked oh, out man. really well. I mean, granted, you don't want to see any of, of that but go I have to waste. This freezer. I know. I kind of want to try to unthaw another one and just like, you, you sure you don't want just like an afternoon kind of snack? Well, what's so crazy is it probably <laughs> has to do with like her taste buds just started to change naturally yeah. with it. And mm-hmm. so now it's kind of like, whoa, that's, you know, sweet or that's this or that's. Wow, that's interesting. It, it, it was out of nowhere. And this, again, it just happened. I, I think, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just, after, I think, your visit. Oh. She's like, I'm a big girl I, I now. She had a, I think she had a bottle that night. She when did. When you were there here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it was like that following week where it was just like nah. cold turkey. Wow. Yeah. I think one of the challenges that I'm going to have is... You know, I, I I did a little bit of research. I started to look it up, and I didn't do extensive research yet on weaning, especially at this age, because like you said, they can comprehend more, and that's the part that's difficult mm-hmm. is saying no. She doesn't understand, and I need to. I mean, she's probably not fully going to understand, but I need to somehow talk to her and explain it to her. And I don't know yeah. how to do that right now. She's known that since birth. I mean, <laughs> what I have done. Um, what I started to do, and this is something I read too, is to, you know, cut out the non-routine nursings, you know, like, yes. and that's where I kind of, kind of have fallen back in after she was sick. Um, and I haven't really corrected it yet, but to kind of, you know, cut those out, the on-demand and the irregular, uh, nursings. And that one I can kind of do a little bit easier. I can just say, no, like I think the other day I said, no, silly goose. It's not time for mama's milk now. You have mama's milk in the morning and you have mama's milk at night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was okay. But then there's other times where it's just like I just cave because of whatever the time of day. Or sometimes when I'm at the office, yeah, I can get like stuff done on the computer. While she just it's like you can just exactly. do. Yeah. Exactly. So sometimes you're like, oh, my God, fine. I just need my moment. So have it. Yep. Yep. I know. Makes exactly. Sense. So and she's so much more of that age like so I almost feel like in a weird way I definitely wasn't ready for Charlie to wean and if I could have had done these six months because look she kind of weaned herself it was like 
19 months. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It kind of would have given me the year and a half I always wanted. Right. But on the flip side, she's, I don't have to fight her. The struggles aren't as difficult. Right. Yeah, true. Because she kind of forgot about the breastfeeding and all that. But I hope I can take the frozen milk and I don't, I know it's only good for a year. Right. But is it still, do you still get the benefits for like milk baths and absolutely get pink eye, like, but past the year, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I like it just sits in I the freezer. I feel like it's for... almost like medicine. Like it's not as potent, but it's still yeah. like, it's not bad. Like it's not going to. Or if you rashes and that kind of thing, you could use it. I, so. I mean, would nothing, say absolutely. Like it might lost, not be so. drinkable necessarily, but I don't well, see yeah, how it would but be I'm bad saying for, for skin or Yeah. The, yeah. So totally. I think we'll be breaking out a milk bath with the extra. Yes. Ooh, sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it definitely was just an emotional roller coaster ride I was not prepared for. Yes. Just the the abruptness to stop, the pain that I felt for those that first week, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still there, but it was manageable after that as my body started regulating and I cut out the pumping. It felt so weird that first night where I'm like, wait, I, I don't have to pump the last thing I do before going to bed. What? Awesome. <laughs> I know. So I'll be curious how you decide to, you know, start your weaning process when you're ready. I know. And I think, like I said, the biggest thing is committing. And once I commit and I start to follow like a strict routine and then I slowly start to, you know, wean certain sessions away, I feel like. It, I'm sure it's going to be difficult, but I know I won't do it until I'm really ready. And I, I already can sense in some ways that Remy's, it's almost habit. It's not even necessarily, you know, just for comfort or whatever. It's kind of habit. Yeah. So I feel like for sure. we'll, we'll both kind of hopefully come to that point together. And I'm sure she'll she'll give you a couple good will. fights, but then I think she'll just be like, Okay. Okay. On to the next. Yeah. Maybe she'll do what Charlie did and be like, I'm over it. And you'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ju- what just happened? Yeah. I'll be like, just one last time. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Is that child abuse forcing your child back on the breast? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think this oh. was great. And thank you for sharing uh, your whole experience. Yeah, of course. Because I kind of wish I would have known from someone else what their experience was like. So again, I feel like everyone talks about how you have to work up to breastfeeding. It's not difficult. So I just figured you kind of stopped. And then I started reading. I'm like, oh my God, it's a whole process just to stop. Exactly. (laughs) I know. It's emotional. It's physical. It's everything. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, should we jump into mom fashions? Yeah, let's do mom fashions. All right. Well, who's going to go first? I'll go. Mine's just so-so, but I think it's relatable in that we've all had that moment. We've all had those kind of days. So I decided to take Charlie um, for a hike. I actually sent you a picture recently where we went down to the Nature Cove. I was like, I haven't been here since she was little. And uh, we kind of just needed out of the house. And Usually, like, I'll kind of reserve more of the activities for the afternoon uh-huh. between us just having our late starts in the morning. And I just we don't usually get out out. But I was like, you know what? We're going to squeeze this in before lunchtime. 
So we went to the cove and we're walking. We're having a good time. Girlfriend is heavy in that Argo. Whew, oh, you're telling me. Neck and shoulders. Man. I went for a hike too recently and I was like, <laughs> does Remy want to walk a little bit? <laughs> oh, Charlie did, but you only get so far. I so know. It's like, oh, it was this up, down, up, down. Well, so we're walking this one path and just because of COVID and everything, the visitor center was not open, but the park itself is. So I just, I never looked at the map. I'm like, oh, I've been here once or twice before. I'll just start walking. And it was nice. (laughs) So we were walking and I was thinking like I could kind of cut through and it would bring me basically in a loop back to where I started. Okay. So I get to this one part and we're, I mean, it's probably like noon at this point, Trisha. Okay. And I finally see a map. I look, there's no cutting through. It's like (laughs) you have to keep going, which it basically told me I was like a quarter of the loop. (laughs) And I swear I'd been walking forever, maybe because it was with Charlie and things are a little slower. So yes, my theory was right, but it was much faster to turn back around. So I'm like, okay, let me turn back around. Well, by the time we got back to the car, it was like one o'clock. <laughs> Charlie usually naps like one thirty. She has not had lunch. Oh my gosh. And we get in the car, girlfriend just passes out. Yep. And so I brought her upstairs when we got home and I just put her down for her nap. So I guess my mom fashion is I did not feed my daughter lunch. <laughs> I was like, I think it's relatable. Like just you're trying to make things happen. But I was like, oh, I felt so bad because by the time she wakes up, it's an hour and a half from dinner. Right. So I mean, I gave her snacks and we she had a few snacks on the hike. But I was like, mm, yeah, this lunch thing's not happening. And I was thinking that <laughs> before we, she even fell asleep in the car. I was trying to think, OK, what can I give her really quick? That'll at least give her something. But I didn't even have to go go there but yeah so um we skipped her lunch yeah yeah i hear you i mean remy's been so off i swear she hasn't had lunch in like a week she just grazes from like morning until nap yeah so and that's been so that's another reason i'm looking forward to kind of getting onto a weaning schedule and maybe she'll have more regular feedings too where she's not you know i have no idea but i hear you one foot in let's just say i hear you on the lunches yes you are not alone (laughs) i know i just never made up for it later that's the part (laughs) oh that's funny yeah all right what's yours trisha so my mom fashion is that i went outside with remy we were you know we walk up and down the street and sometimes she'll she'll walk next door to jack's other house <laughs> and she'll yes. go up the steps Jack lives basically across the street for um, those that don't know when he's with his mom not and basically literally <laughs> yes <the> okay <laughs> so they have a dog Layla and Remy loves to say Layla 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 so we like sometimes we'll go over there if they're outside or there we see them and she'll go up the steps and she hangs out on their little deck and then goes down the steps and mm-hmm. you know just plays whatever so I'm gardening in the yard with Remy and uh, Jack's mom happens to be walking by. So Remy starts to kind of go over there. And I said, okay, do you want to go for a walk? We'll take a little break from gardening. We'll go for a walk. So we start walking. And she wanted to, we got to the houses right next to mine. And everybody was outside. It was gorgeous out. And she wanted to start walking into one of the neighbor's yard. And 
I was like, no, we're we don't go into this yard. She wanted the ball that was in their yard. Ball, 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 ball. So normally I'd get down to her level and I'd say, Remy, that's not our yard. She start, she kind of understands that because we walk around the neighborhood a lot. That's not our yard. We don't go in there. That's not our ball. I'm sorry. We can go back to our yard. We'll play with our balls. That sounds weird. But, you know, just explaining <laughs> it to her. Well, I just, I wasn't in the mood. Yeah. So I was like, we're going back to Minnie's. We call Jack's mom Minnie. We're going back to Minnie's. So I just picked her up and all the neighbors are outside and she just slapped me across the face. Like, Oh, because she didn't want to go. Yes. It was like tantrum. It was like, you're not listening to me. I'm telling oh, you what I want. No. Don't just pick me up. Because she's used to me kind of reasoning and talking with her. And I just saw everyone's face like, oh, you know, like one of those. And I just like kind of firmly grabbed both her wrists together. And I was like, yeah. you do not hit mama. It's not nice. And I was like, what do you do? What do you say? I said, say, I'm uh sorry bah that's pretty much how she says sorry <laughs> and then she gives me a kiss and everyone was just like looking at me like uh are you okay it was like so embarrassing <laughs> oh, the the acting out plus with like covid we're all inside so you kind of get used to yeah they have all these tantrums but it's in your own home yep <laughs> so it's weird to be out in public again when you're dealing with that's the with thing. We, that's what I was telling you. Like one of the things we're looking forward to the most is getting out to restaurants and I'm nervous for her, her meltdowns <laughs> because she wasn't having meltdowns pre COVID, but she's hit that whole developmental stage where it's happening. And so, <laughs> yeah. So uh, my mom fashion is my daughter slapped me in the face in front of all my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> again very relatable <laughs> way to go mom <laughs> uh. oh and we still love them so oh yeah at least i got a kiss oh. after that but that felt a little forced <laughs> <laughs> right you had to take a little abuse in the process I know. well i think that does it for this episode it does and, um yeah if you want to reach us you can always email us we love hearing from everyone. We say that time and time again. Yes, and share your so, meeting stories if you have them. I was just going to say, yes. I'd love to hear to from pass people. Pass them on to Trisha. <laughs> Please. Mine's a little foggy, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it did start coming back to me. But yeah, I'd be curious what moms who exclusively breastfeed, never bottle fed, how they do mm -hmm. it. So share with Trisha. Momjeansandminivans at yahoo.com is our email. And... If you want to share with your friends, you can tell them they can listen to us basically anywhere. We are on Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. We're out there. So tell your friends and subscribe so you get all of our episodes. You don't even have to remember that it's Wednesday and a new episode is dropping. Yay! It will do it for you. Hump day! <laughs> You yep. <laughs> and definitely check out our social media sites because that's really where you get to see the fun pictures and our guests and their children and it's just a way to stay connected but we are on 
uh, Facebook and Instagram. We are Mom Jeans and Minivans. And we are also on Twitter. We are Mom Jeans Men and the number one. So M I N one. That's right. Yeah. So you can find us. And thanks for listening in. Yes. Thank you so much. And until next time. Ciao. Ciao.